Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the whole world. And we are One Life Left, a basically functional radio program. Welcome to One Life Left, broadcasting live across London on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a show about video games, and I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scanford. Hello. Hello. Uh, you guys are going to have to carry the show this you week. You picked up a little bit, actually, oh. since, uh, since like before the theme, you mm-hmm. were all grumpy and hood, hood was up. Mm-hmm. Now... You've yep. got, you got your radio voice on. I know. No, it's a bit more husky than usual. I yeah. can switch on the magic like that. That was my finger. Have you accidentally turned it off now? <laughs> <laughs> so we're in trouble. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, Why is that, Steve? Tired. I've been to All Tomorrow's Mock Parties, the music festival that what? takes place in Camber Sands. And it was excellent. Good. Was very, very nice time watching some brilliant bands. Um, drank a little bit. How's the arcade down there? Oh, it's a mess. Actually, that's not true. Um, I met... Well, saw at the arcade the very man that we saw eight years ago who works at the arcade in Camber Sands, who yeah. taught you yeah. how crane machines, claw right. machines work. And were, uh, were there still prizes in the, in the claw machines? There were. There were so um, he hasn't told anybody else. <laughs> I was his favourite. <laughs> Indeed. Did he ask after me? Uh, he did not okay. ask, ask after you. I uh, played a bit of DDR. There. Of course. So have you still got it? I do, actually. I was, I, uh, you know... Um, Surprised, right. strangely. Well, I, I think yeah. maybe that's uh, maybe I haven't got it. Maybe alcohol was just fooling me into thinking I've got it. But uh, played, yeah, played a newer version of DDR than I'm used to. Perhaps we'll talk about that more later on the show because we, we are don't. a show about video games. I bet we don't as well because we did this last week. We said we were going to talk about erotic photo hunt later yep, in the show. And we, we didn't. didn't. Yeah. So we just thought about it. So what we're going to do is do that later in okay. the show. <laughs> How are you, Anne? I'm good, thanks. Have you been to uh, any music festivals? No, I don't think I've been anywhere oh, where shame. music has been playing. Hmm. Um, no, I'm good. How are you? Good, I'm awful. Oh, no. I've got the world's biggest cold sore. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, you need some on your side. <laughs> so when I grin, it sort of expands. Oh. Can you see the cracks in it? I don't, I don't want, I don't want to. 
Oh no, Steve's put on his party glasses. Right. <laughs> well, that means it's time to introduce our guest then, surely. <laughs> Sorry about this, Matthew Reynolds. That's How are fun. you? Welcome uh, to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I'm very, very, very excited to be here. Gaming editor of Digital Spy. Yes, that's the one. One of the one of the country's most popular websites. Yeah, it's it's very big, surprisingly big. I think it still surprises us how how big it is. Thank you for coming in and pu- putting up with Steve's glasses so far. I'm just Does embarrassed. I don't have any glasses myself. <laughs> we can sort that out. Does it have an audio component? Uh, not the glasses, the the, the website. Uh, no, unless like you play a video and st- like cover up the screen. So. We're your favourites. <laughs> yes. Just yeah. just sorting that out. Doing a bit of show. business. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just a little clarification. So, is this it? Is this... Uh, are we, we going go. with the start <laughs> yes. of the show? Yeah, how, how, should we, how should we kick the show off, Steve? Oh, I remember. on Monday the 3rd of December, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Nintendo sold around 40,000 Wii U's in the UK during its launch weekend. Well done, Nintendo. Nintendo has also shown unrepentant favouritism for Canada this week. The company confirmed that the Wii Mini will be exclusive to Canada for the holiday season. The tiny console will cost $99 but won't connect to the internet. We can only imagine this favouritism is due to Miyamoto's secret adoration of Justin Bieber. We've all been there, buddy. It's okay. It is okay. Two stories, the price of one there, Anne. I know, isn't it? Why Why? Why that? Because uh, it, it wasn't really worth having two separate stories for those, so, was it? It's a new console launch, is not worth its own story. Well, we've been talking about it for so long. Well, but now it's come out. 40,000, yeah. is that good or bad? Good. Yeah? It is good, actually. Great. Yeah. <laughs> was that all of them? Um, they sold out a lot of stock in shops. They effectively sold out. Effectively. Apparently. Uh, what does that mean? It means that they didn't sell out. So, so were they close to selling? Yeah, out? I, I, I guess so. Yeah. Is there just still a couple around the corner? Exactly. Pop in and get one. Can you buy a Wii U if you want to buy one right now? Um, I looked on Amazon today. You could get one delivered the day after tomorrow. And you couldn't, you couldn't buy Excuse Wii's me. when they came out for quite a while, could you? They were, they were constantly sold yeah. out. Yeah. I remember we gave one away on One Life Left. Did we? Yeah. Because That's it was what really hard on eBay. <laughs> what a stupid thing to do. Where did we get that from? I don't know. We were naive, weren't we? Back then. We got it from Nintendo. Perhaps we should declare that. Oh, yes. No, I, yeah. <laughs> we haven't got one this time. <laughs> exactly. Let alone we, two. We can declare that. You've got one, Matt, haven't you? Yes, I bought yeah, my own one. Did you buy your own one? Yes. Let's just clear those ethics up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right Nintendo, Nintendo hasn't sent us one, so... Right. Where, where did you get the money to pay for that? Um... <laughs> My mum. Did you? No, no, with my, my job. And who did your mum work for? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, this goes all the way to the yeah. top. It doesn't it? So, uh, the money. How, is the, how is the How is it? It's really good. Yeah. I, I really like it. I think Nintendo consoles and Nintendo launches are especially special. Um, and it's just, yeah, really good fun. I've been playing it most weekends, uh, most of the weekend. Um, with some friends, like I don't ever sort of invite my friends over. There's a console launch, cause, right? And we've just been playing uh, Nintendo Land, and it's really, really good fun. Cool. I've, yeah, I've, I've yet to. I think the, well, the only game I played briefly is Sonic and All Stars Racing, which I very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. What about you, Steve? Mm. I, I'm sorry, I switched off for a second. He's now. been drunk the whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I played all of the games in uh, in. At E3, and I've played them there, but I haven't sat down and played with the thing yet. Presumably, 
because uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're unable to function. <laughs> Is this considered to be a successful launch, Anne? Um, well, yes. However, people are trying to say no. Right, they are. Because they want, they, <laughs> they want Nintendo to fail. Everybody wants Nintendo to fail. Well, I, I don't. D- don't you? No. Everyone else does. Right. Steve? Sorry? Do you, do, do, you want, <laughs> no, do you want Nintendo to fail? No. No, okay. no I don't want anyone to fail. You're failing. <laughs> THQ have released a humble bundle with proceeds going to charities Child's Play and the American Red Cross. The Pay What You Want bundle includes Metro 2033, Darksiders, Red Faction, Armageddon and Company of Hero- Heroes. People who pay more than the average will get Saints Row the Third as well. Following news of this bundle, THQ, who are in a financial mess right now, saw stock prices rise 38%, proving that doing stuff for charity is a good, good thing. Or, or was it, again? Again, I saw some people, that the same people who want Nintendo to fail <sighs> were, I think, in the Venn diagram of moaners on the internet, were whinging, were they, uh, were whinging about the fact that, in, that THQ was doing a humble bundle. Why is it Why? bad? I don't get it. Yeah, because apparently it's, it's only for indie games. Only is for it? indie games. Who made that rule? Well, apparently. Can you not be humble if you're not indie? No. Okay, yeah. right. This I thought this was a great idea. I was tempted myself. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and and good for them, I guess. I, I, I so as well. really didn't understand all of the, the fury and the invective. I, I did get... I, I saw a couple of people saying, oh, it's a bit weird and, you know, it's kind of... Not weird that they're doing it, but weird for THQ to doing it, and kind of you feel almost like it's a begging bowl, right? Yeah, and it, and it obviously it obviously felt like a fire sale, but that's strange because it's a fire sale of infinite stock to people that didn't <laughs> have like everybody won, didn't they? Yeah, as far as I, I could see. I, you know, even though it's weird and you do end up feeling a bit sorry for them or something, it's not bad. No? It's not worth getting angry at. What is worth getting angry about? I don't know. I, I, I read somewhere that um, I don't think it's like one of the organisers of the of the humble uh, stuff that this isn't replacing any other bundles. It's not as if this there, there was an indie bundle in place and okay. THQ marched in and sort of kicked them out this is kind of like a bonus we've got all these copies of Saints Row digital ones to get we've got loads of codes <laughs> everything must go yeah, yeah. And it's, all, it's all for charity at the end of the day so it's well, exactly yeah mm. like and you a... get to select your charity as well and select how much you're giving to THQ which in a sense is a charity at the moment <laughs> and uh, and select how much you're giving to I think you can give them to the organisers the Humble Bundle as yeah. well can't you uh, I think it's basically good stuff Anne I, I just don't understand why it couldn't be good. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Stop moaning, you idiots. Game has become the first shop in the UK to sell Steam wallet codes in store. Game said the partnership with Valve forms a significant part of our increased offering for any PC gamer, which will also include a full digital catalogue available on tablets in store to browse and new ways to play, pay for digital downloads, making the process easier and more secure than ever. You can buy codes worth 5, 10, 20 or £50 pounds and the code will be printed on the receipt. It's exactly the same as buying a lottery ticket, only you win a new game every time, guaranteed. When they say easier, what, what, what exactly do they... What, what's the, the easy way of getting a code from a shop to come back to your computer and then use your computer to download? What's easier about that? I don't understand. Uh, I, I don't know about... E- I guess if you're already out in the shop and you're like, I really want to... I don't even want to buy that game. I don't really want to download something. I really want Hotline Miami. God, yeah. God, yeah, let me give game twenty pounds, <laughs> so then I'll have an awkward amount left over in my wallet. <laughs> I get what they mean about uh, it being more secure because you're not putting your 
digits into the internet, which is unsecure. Well, but if you're a Steam user, you're going to be yeah. pretty mm-hmm. au fait with the internet. It's just you? for uh, it's just gift cards for right? kids. Yeah, that's fine. But don't you know, don't try and tell me it's more convenient for me to leave my computer. But if it's a gift card, I don't want. If say if I was going to buy it for someone, uh, who you? Okay, okay. Happy Christmas, Simon. I'm giving you uh, a code for Steam. Here's a receipt. <laughs> Tells you exactly how much is on it. But it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. Happy Christmas! But isn't that what gift cards are all? Gift yeah, cards? but like Steam, no. token. Steam no. does very well. Actually, you can gift through Steam, can't you? You can give yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, a fair play to game. Um, but it, yeah, it seemed like an odd statement to say that it was more convenient for me. <laughs> more convenient. Well, they had, had to say something, didn't they? Really? Yeah, but but I mean, you know, you can say that uh, you're giving it to kids who don't have credit cards. You know, all of that sort. You know, making it. Yeah, it just it seemed like a strange one to me. Hmm. Me too. <laughs> Thanks for your input, Matt. <laughs> If you want to be judged by some industry greats, you have your chance in the first international online game jam, Indie Speedrun. Teams will have 48 hours to make a game that will have to include an element sent to them when they enter. The competition is open until the 6th of January and will be judged by a team including Notch and Ron Gilbert. It's $25 to enter, but the prize money is $2,500. If you'd rather be judged by some industry ungreats for less money, just come to our Christmas party and ask us to judge you. We will not hold back. (laughs) How much are we charging for that? Seven pounds ten <laughs> for our judging. Yeah, no, it has to be extra for the judging, doesn't oh, it? Oh, for the judging, yeah. it's a pound. Is it? Okay. Yeah, one pound. Mm. To be honest, I'll be doing some judging anyway. Okay. Silently, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, very excited about the Christmas party. We shouldn't talk about that no. now, should we? We should talk about the actual news. I didn't quite understand it, Anne. What do we? It's what do, what do I have to do? International online game jam. Get, you can just be one person. You can be a team of I, people. I do genuinely feel a bit excluded due to my lack of talent. I'd love to get to take part in a game jam, but I don't... Why don't I you could, try? Just give it a go. I thought we were making a game. Well, yeah, I, I keep meaning to sort that out. I think we'll do it in the new year, because we're going to get some men to come and teach us how to program. <laughs> OK. Um, that, that'll take... That might take more than one episode. Apparently, so these are the guys that can teach you... To, to, they, they reckon that they can teach you to code in a, in a day. Well, that's... But we've got one hour, and probably just, like, a 15-minute section mind of that you, hour. Mind you, we don't need to learn all the genres, do we? No, exactly, because <laughs> we know two of them, don't we? <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to make a real-time strategy game. <laughs> no, it's boring. What? We could have... Li- that was my favourite genre. Okay. Cause... Well, you can learn that, and I'll learn... Pl- oh, this is boring, isn't it? Sorry. Uh, next. Uh, uh, well, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, THQ is being sued by a tattoo artist for using the art he inked on UFC fighter Carlos Condit in UFC Undisputed 3. Tattooist Chris Escobedo said the use of the art without his permission is copyright infringement. He explains that the owner of the tattoo artwork is the creator of the work unless there is a written assignment of the copyright in the tattoo art. This will only end with people cutting off limbs to avoid future lawsuits. You mark our words, just don't mark them on our bodies. Interesting, is this true? I mean, I get that the story is true, or yeah. at least presumably copied, but is this is it true is it, that the art... Yeah, there was that thing that... Um, didn't Mike Tyson get into trouble for it, for his yes. face tattoo? Yes. Yes, yes he did. Correct. Thank you. Yeah, um, apparently. It's, it's a thing. And you don't really mess with tattooists. I had a friend of mine, he set up a tattooist in Bournemouth, and then he had some men come around and put his windows in. Oh, yeah. No. Apparently there's... You're not allowed to set up, set up one that's nearer to, other, to one that's already there. Or Wait, something. There's these old. Yeah. Basically, if you've got two tattoo shops okay. that are a mile apart, you uh-huh. cannot move. Put another one within a mile of either of them. 
Okay. That's the unwritten law of the or you can't put any of their art on uh, game boxes. But wait. What are you interested in saying a, a tattooist now? So every two two points have a distance between them. I th- sure. Like, I know. I know the point you're about to make, but okay. bear in mind you're going to be arguing with shaven-headed, bearded okay. muscle <laughs> who are going to put your windows in. So, what does this mean for UFC? Doesn't this mean no men are allowed to have tattoos ever in any of these video games? Ever? Also, these, these video games, these so-called video games, games like FIFA, yeah. a lot of footballists, yeah. footballers have tattoos and that on them. Mm. That's not very good, tattoos is it? And that. What else could we copyright? Could we? Like Copyright. on you, not on you. The thing is, the way to get around it, of course, is what they used to do with football games, which is just go, uh, yeah, we um, we allow players to customise their characters, and so you don't uh-huh. put any in, and then you release a downloadable patch that um, makes yeah, all the tattoos yeah, yeah. legit. That's how you get around mm. it, everybody. That's good. Don't do, ta- don't tell the heavies. <laughs> <laughs> You've solved it. Thanks, Ant. One life left. Video game news with One Life Left, and this is the brilliant Dread, and it's a song called Limitless, uh, which, like all of the music we play every week, is found on chipmusic.org, which is an amazing website for chiptune music. I'm Steve Curran, and I'm sorry for my <laughs> performance thus far. Yeah. It's been lackluster. I'm going to try and pick it up for the rest of the show. Okay. Uh, I'm going to concentrate, not let my mind wander back to moments of regret and poor life choices. So sorry. That's okay. And you're in need of a little uh, of a pickup, aren't you? Yeah, yes. Always in need of a pickup. That's what you said there's there's one thing I'd really like. What? Oh, well, if there is one thing I'd really like if by the end of the show we could sell one more ticket to the Christmas party. So there's come on, only, listeners. There's only 19 left. Just one down. How do, how do they go about buying it, Anne? Uh, they go to www.eventbrite.com. Uh, no, wait. Onelifeleft.eventbrite.com and just buy a ticket. Or two, buy two. It's going to be really brilliant. Are you going to be coming, Matt? 
Uh, I would honestly love to, but I'm hosting my own sort of party on that day. Me and oh, my, really? What? Me and my girlfriend are hosting sort of like a flat housewarming y Which we've not been invited. Well, maybe uh, we're coming. Ma- maybe. Maybe us and our hundred listeners. Yeah. <laughs> you're, more th- you're all more than welcome. Well, don't tempt us. I'll, I'll give you the, all, all the address after the show. That'll, that'll be coming. Just wait That's for all right. Me. We'll put it on the website. Yes. So the last time we saw you, you were on you were on stage, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. And we weren't. We were looking up at the stage, shaking our fists. No, we were not. Not when should have been us. Not when Matt won. Wait, what did you win? I won a uh, rising star. Couldn't have won that one. No, exactly. Although, I think I could have. I think we all could have. Because there's nothing to say, like, stars can keep rising oh, for true, ages. Yeah. Okay, still shaking my fist at you. Yeah, so last time we saw you, we were livid. <laughs> <laughs> no, congratulations, you won Rising Star Award at the GMAs. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, yeah, I was, I, you, you did a great speech, I thought. Thank you. Um, I, was, I was really, really nervous, because um, actually the second time I went on stage, because we won one for the site as well, um, and I was just... I knew, I knew there was a reason we shouldn't have asked you. <laughs> the first time I was like, I was okay because it's kind of like you know it's out of the way now, and then I was properly mortified because I've never done anything like that before. What was the one for the site for? Um, best mainstream website. We're not mainstream. What? It's fine. We're not mainstream. We could be. No, we're not, Steve. <laughs> we're indie. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Are we? Indie. Oh, are we doing a bundle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you um, and your speech was uh, explaining where you how you got to where you are. Yes. And I didn't, you started off on was it Retro Gamer? Yeah, I did some. Apparently, I said I worked uh, at Retro Gamer, but I obviously was full of a bag of nerves. So um, I, I meant to say I was re- freelancing there. And I see. I, I I saw you afterwards, and I think I think I remember you saying um, you. I didn't take that from there. I think you just said that you that you'd written right. before, then that's fine. Yeah, I actually I just had someone from Imagine saying, "Did you work for us?" Right. Like afterwards, I was like, no, no, I did not. Yeah, well, I had, people, very... I had people tweeting Julian Rignall that he'd won the Industry Legend Award because oh. of my because, <laughs> because I did a joke about him. So, uh, yeah, there were, I don't think many people there were paying attention, were they, apparently? Um, Too busy stuffing their faces with Doritos. Yes, yes. <laughs> so how did you... Mountain Dew. Uh, so um, how long ago was that? What? You the... were writing for Retro Gamer? Oh, um, probably about, like, four years ago. It's something like the Rising Star thing. It feels like I've been here for a while now. Um, it's one of those one of those weird things, but I think like at the start I came out of university um, and I basically tried to I wanted to try and get into this into this game and I sort of got in touch with the retro gamer guys and to get like my first article done took about four months of back and forth. And, and Can emails. you remember what it was first one? It was the history of advertising in video games. Wow! So it took a lot of research to go yeah. through because there's no real sort of archive for that sort of thing and. It took forever to really piece together for this six-page article. Right, so penguins in RoboCod. Yes, yes. yes. Um, cool spot. Yep. Um, there was like a Pepsi Invaders game. I think that was the first example. Um, Mick, Mick and Mac in Double Trouble. Yep, yep. That was McDonald's. Are um, you alpha mailing? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Think you know something about advertising in video games, son? <laughs> you got a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, and then, so how long have you been with Digital Spy? Um, Pretty much, uh, it's about four years now. Is um, it really? Yeah. But you're only full-time? Only full-time for about 18 months, maybe. Um, I started sort of doing game stuff originally. Um, the kind of, this section started when I started. It was like a bunch of us they hired. Um, and I started part-time just doing like a few hours a week. Um, and I slowly and surely convinced them that we should be doing more game stuff. And so they basically gave me a full-time job. And how's, quite nice. how's it changed over those times? Like, um, we, we sort of talked to lots, uh, lots of people who... who <laughs> people like The Guardian have like, flirted with games for a while. Well, actually, mm. it used to be in print, and then they didn't know what to do with it. And now it's sort of got back on its own dedicated section. How did they first um, view you when you sort of rocked up doing the video game stuff initially? 
Because digital spies, you know, celebrity TV film, yeah, you know, all the yeah. all the big proper stuff. I thought they, they viewed it okay. I mean, digital spy, I think historically was like had a very tech focus. Like it had like a lot of satellite dishes and the forums were full of people like working out cable boxes and stuff. So gaming kind of fit alongside there. And then when I started, then I think Big Brother was happening and that was like a big focus and showbiz stuff. And, and I think it's kind of come back a bit more now. Um, as we've like, relaunched the tech section last year, and it's kind of just grown and grown, um, and it's 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 weird. It's like you, it's obviously a mainstream website, but it's never felt like it's out of place. Like it sits alongside everything else. It, it, okay. I find I always find it. Well, I, I still find it strange sometimes seeing some of the gaming feeds mixed in with the other digital yeah, spy yeah. stuff. And it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't feel as if it, as if it's out out of place because obviously it's not. But it's mm. yeah, it seems. The, you know, the we're not, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and mm. then whatever Peter Molyneux is doing next shouldn't be... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it seems... Like, so so how, do you, how, do you, um, how do you write for a, for a mainstream audience? How do you sort of pick what's, what's relevant for them? Well, it's basically anything that's... Kind of, it's, it's hard to define. It's basically anything that's kind of anything anyone's talking about, right? Anything big, and also anything that's just good. And we just basically pick it that way. So, for example, Hotline Miami was really good, and we reviewed that, and we've covered news stories. But obviously, Call of Duty is absolutely huge, so that gets a lot of focus, and that's been sort of a major sort of thing we've been doing over the last few weeks. Um, so it's basically those two um, things. But we keep we, we we do like a lot of news. Um, for say like a mainstream website, we probably do like fifteen articles in a twenty-four hour period right. um, on gaming alone. Um, so it means we still have to pick and choose. Um, it sounds a lot, but you kind of have to really think. Yeah, yeah. What, what are we going to discuss? What was what was what was the reaction to from your readers to um, Hotline Miami? Because it's, it's quite it's quite a unique game, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, like, it's we didn't get like a lot of comments, and when we did, it was kind of like this looks cool, this looks unusual, but not a lot. Um, but it was kind of one of those things we felt really important to cover. Um, because it was really, really bloody good. So I've not played it yet myself. <laughs> have you? Uh, no, I haven't uh, played it yet. So, what is it like to write about a video game? <laughs> no, I have a question. Uh, so, um, the, as Simon talked about the uh, differences between uh, the sections, uh, does that influence the way you write about video games? Do you find yourself trying to make the article sex them up a bit? Uh, do an article about Solid Snake, uh, so <laughs> gossip, see where he's, what he does when he's not on the job. Um, not really. Huh. Um, it's always a disappointment. It wasn't really a question, was it? It was just more of a... <laughs> more of a wish, wasn't a wish, it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you find yourself getting treated differently to sort of uh, specialist gaming journalists, do you think? We do, and it's, it's, it's kind of difficult. It's the way we approach our coverage is quite specialist. We, I feel like we do probably as much as some websites in terms of our output and the sort of level of reviews we do, um, and trying to convince PRs. Um, like we deal with a lot of mainstream PR firms, because obviously we're a mainstream website, mm -hmm. um, and they kind of don't know the level of coverage we do and how our approach is, and that can be sometimes difficult to convince them, right, actually we want to take this game really seriously, we know what this game is, just let us kind of come see it and let us talk about it. Um, so that can, can kind of be uh, difficult, but thankfully most of the time it's, you know, they're, they're very good to us and they kind of realise... I'm surprised by that because your, your figures are pretty high, aren't they? Like, yeah. I think, you, is it, you, you're certainly the top 10 websites in the country, aren't you overall, Digital Spy? It's, is it? Or is it... N I, I don't know. We're quite high up. We're like one of the biggest entertainment ones in the UK and our forum's absolutely huge, but I don't know specifics of where we rank. What number would you like to be? I don't know. 17 sounds nice. 17 <laughs> sounds 
pretty good. I think you should aim higher. 14. 14? Yeah. Okay. And since we don't have the stats, let's just say that's what you yeah. want. Yeah, so you're the 14th yeah, yeah. biggest website in the country. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would have thought that people would be clamouring to get on there, you know, all the time. Mm. But... Uh, it's kind of weird. Sometimes they don't want us to cover a specific game or a specific time more. Like, I think they want specialists to go first and then right. get to mainstream. So I guess it's just part of their strategy or whatever. And so that can come up now and again, but most of the time, you know, they, their PRs are great and stuff like that. And do you, do, you, do you get many celebrities in the office? We don't. I Before I worked in the office, I heard there were a lot more in there. Really? So it was you? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. I just wondered if you had any sort of insight into like, who are the biggest gamers, you know, outside of those ones that we sort of know, like Jonathan Ross and... I don't know anyone. Graham Linehan, no. Jason Bradbury's at a lot of launches. I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. We mm. it, Yeah, we don't really cover celebrities in games, that sort of thing, so I wouldn't... Maybe you should do a crossover section. Maybe you should have, Possibly. like, a day where you all take on each other's jobs for a day, so maybe the people that usually write about the Kardashians have to come and write about Call of Duty, see how they can handle it. That's not a terrible idea, actually. <laughs> I think it would work out really well. I would enjoy reading it all. I'll, I'll pitch it. <laughs> yeah, let's see how we get on. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Matt. Uh, so you're going to stick around, obviously. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, what, what are we doing now, Steve? Derek. Just Dance 4, Halo 4 and Codblops 2 are your top three games. Some of my biggest successes, however, have been more retro games. You can certainly tell it's Christmas time, as Halo 2 sold much quicker than the Halo 4 I've had in for a week now. I sold Halo 2 for £20, which was rather nice. Then there was Championship Manager 2000-2001. I had that in brand new and sold that for £40. Unboxed Zelda Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo 64 seems to fly out very easily at £15 plus £2 postage on the internet. There was a copy of Sonic 3, which the lovely condition of it was matched by a very lovely £30. But still, it's fascinating the difference between the online market and my market stall. I struggle to get any decent money from customers for anything, but online people will seemingly pay anything. I can only assume it's due to being exposed to millions of customers as opposed to tens. It's just a little disappointing, that's all. I offered a black DS Lite to a customer for £50, and they looked as if I'd murdered their children. So then I listed it online and sold it for £60 with no trouble at all. Maybe it's just because I live up north and £20 is like a week's wage up here. You know, I'm considered part of the 1% around here, obviously. If you want an N64, Dreamcast, Mega Drive or Super Nintendo for my free market economy, I'd be happy to supply you with one at a very good price at the Christmas party. That is what it's for, right? Derek, it's time for our letters section. I have one here from uh, our friends, super special guests of the show a few weeks ago, uh, Edgar Sal Pierre Lamy. Remember them? They're the guys with the puppets. How could we forget them? Hey guys, they uh, they they write. 
because we asked for we asked uh, if people had any impressions of the Wii U. Uh, so they've enclosed theirs. Here are my impressions of the Wii U. It has a massive controller with a TV set in the middle. Can you use it as a handheld video game device? I expect you can socially network with it or something. Make a little cartoon man that looks a bit like you or an offensive historical figure like Hitler or Savile. I think it would be better if there were more screens, maybe one on the back of the controller and one to stick your, on your forehead like that Rizzler game. But there's just a list of words. Subscription? Premium, DLC, LinkedIn connectivity. Hope this helps. <laughs> Wait, can That's you Romeka. connect to LinkedIn via Wii U? Does it have that? Because it's bound to. It's going to have to. What were we going to make? Going. We were saying that was our thing. LinkedIn, we? Link- LinkedIn gaming. Uh, yeah. We should, should mention they are doing some prizes on their website at the moment, which is Sal Pierre Lamy. Is that how you say that? Yes. S-A-L-L-E-P-I-E-R-R-E-L-A-M-Y dot com. Good job. Back in the game. <laughs> Ian Masters has written into us. He says, Hi, Steve and Simon. Hi. Look, looking forward to the One Life Left Christmas party and, Wait, the Mo- what? and the Molyneux karaoke reprise. Assuming you've not been sued yet. Winky smiley. Yeah, winky smile all you want. You're on the list. Uh, he says, Meanwhile, I'd love you guys to check out our new game, Finger Hula. Um, and he sent Steve and I uh, a couple of codes. I've not had a chance to play it yet. <laughs> I've been <laughs> elsewhere. You've been so, elsewhere. But but sounds like exactly the kind of game that I would play. Well done. It's out on Wednesday, so I thought I'd read it out. Um, Fingerhula.com. Uh, it's an iOS game. It spin rings around your fingers and escape into a world of ambient sound and abstract oh, shapes. That sounds lovely. I'm never playing it. <laughs> give, give you one of these codes, Anne. Uh, yeah, good luck with the launch then, Ian, and we'll see you at the Christmas party. Dear team and any SSGs, uh, I hope you don't mind passing on my thanks to Ben Hall for taking the unusual step of applying for a job at Corruption Free Capital G G- Capital P Games Press oh, by writing. Goodness. A letter to award-worthy One Life Left. So this fight has been rumbling Isn't in our it? letters section for it's, it's, several it's weeks. It's the politest fight, though, isn't well, it? Well, it's a I'm little so passive-aggressive. that neither of them are going to be at the Christmas party because I really wanted to see the very gentlemanly <laughs> showdown that would have occurred. Um, while some might think it unusual to use his-free FM radio to request a positive... Uh, to request a position at a separate company that buys its own corn snacks and fizzy drinks, I actually find it quite novel. Sadly, we don't have any open positions at the moment, but I'll be sure to keep Ben's application on file in case in the future we have any need of a caretaker. Keep up the 7 out of 10 work. Cheers, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. What about that then, Ben? Mm. Yeah. What are you going to come back to now, (laughs) hey? Matt. Uh, dear Simon, Anne, and that hollow, broken, alcohol-soaked shell that used to be Steve. Yeah. How are you all? <laughs> Fair enough. Full of the joys of Christmas? With Wii U software failing to bother the top ten, how does the death of fun and success of the hobnail boot of mature gaming, that's in mature's in quotes, um, given that the 3DS had similarly less than a stellar launch, has Nintendo's brand of bright primary colours and joy finally been thrown into the canal of history? Is Zombie U a terrible misstep, trying to appease the core gaming types with brown scenery, frowny faces, and and gore. And then there's also some impressions because you asked for impressions. <laughs> um, Peter Molly said, Wah. Right. Phil Fish said, I have been pushed over. Sad face. <laughs> Cliffy B, fist bump. See you all at the Christmas party, Tom T. See you there, Tom. Do, Tom. do we think Nintendo have lost, have been thrown into the canal of history? No. 
No? It's totally fine. Is it fine? It's totally fine. Okay. Well, I think, according to Anne's news story, it's completely fine. It's 40,000 totally sold. Fine. It's effectively sold out. Yeah, I think um, I think they'll be fine, won't they? They'll be fine. I, I don't know about this, I guess, Tom's point about how they're sort of games, though. If you look at their launch games, typically they're brighter, right? Yeah. And, and uh, Zombie U, which is the one that's getting all of the press, at least, seems to be where the launch is focused. It's it's not Mario. No, it's, but it's... it's Hasn't Nintendo... Obviously, Nintendo Land was a top-selling game, and then New Super Mario Bros. is the biggest actual game. Is that right? Yeah, it's that order, then it's Zombie U. Then it's Zombie U. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I was reading this on your site, actually, (laughs) because you pointed out that uh, Sega All-Stars was the... Top selling multi format. Yes, work. did very yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's less about the sales figures and more about the sort of perception of this device. They're clearly going out there to say, yeah, this is a thing for serious gamers. I mean, I assume that's because the price is going to be quite high at the start and they won't get a chance to get the yeah, yeah. audience. Also, you can kind of go from the hardcore and then broaden it out, but you can't go from the broad thing and then get the hardcore after that, can you? No. You have to start. Narrow build to a wider audience. So no is the answer. Uh, I Tom, can't remember the question. Oh, thanks. Is that it for the letter section? That's it. Okay. Well, thank you all for your letters this week. Uh, if you want to write to One Life Left, why wouldn't you? You can write to us at team at onelifeleft.com. Can I just point out? I'm, I'm well aware I've not sent out the t-shirts from last uh, from last. Have you week. got all addresses yet? I've got a couple of them. I just haven't got around to. I'm really, I'm really busy at the moment. You're really <laughs> sick as well. Look at my console. It's uh, it's worth pointing out as well that everyone who writes to us, everyone who communicates with the One Life Left team, uh, yes. becomes an official friend of the show. Friend of the show. Of the show. Uh, and we'll get to join our honours list left. Yes! Oh, let's not forget that joke. Honours list left, uh, which we will be revealing the Christmas honours at the Christmas party, which we'll talk about after this. Got some. Um, I've got a Peter Molyneux update for you. Oh, oh great! Good. That's good. Remember last week um, he threatened to kill himself. Yeah. Well, uh, it turns out uh, there's a story on Eurogamer today. Curio- uh, headline: Molyneux backtracks on claim he will make only one more game. Wait, what? Yeah. Curiosity developer Peter Molyneux has clarified his earlier comments that he would only develop one more game. Um, I wasn't in any way announcing my retirement or saying I'm going to throw myself off the nearest bridge after my next game, Molyneux told uh, Games Industry International. Uh, this contra- they then got to say this contradicts a statement made by Molyneux last month when he mentioned that he he, that he was planning an up that in planning his an upcoming project to be his last. I'm only going to make one more game, I think Molyneux said. 
That's not so, a clarification, is it? That's, no, that's no sorry, track. sorry. The reason I stumbled over those, there's a couple of typos in that story, not right. Eurogamer. Um, so, we, so we were talking last week about uh, Project Goddess and uh, people being wary of trusting the things he said. He's contradicted himself during the period of the Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Clarified. <laughs> I mean, really, that is pretty poor. Poor behaviour. Yeah, yeah. But... What, so do we, do we want him to make? We do want him to make one more I, games. I, I want him more to make games. Loads of I games because I like more. him and I like his we all like enthusiasm. Peter but why are you saying these things, yeah. Peter Molyneux? Can we get him on the show and make him cry? <laughs> <laughs> That's bullying, isn't it? No, he did it to Rocket the Shotgun. Cried at, well, yeah. they are bullies. Fair That's enough. True. If it works for them. So there we go. Les, there'll be more on Peter Molyneux next week when he changes his mind again. And, uh, yeah, gets into a street fight. <laughs> this is Pikachu uh, and Pilgrimage, and we're One Life Left, a radio show about video games. Christmas party. Right, Christmas party news. Oh, yeah. Happens on the 15th of December. Still haven't sold another ticket during the show. So what? That's a bit disappointing. No, but we are, in Nintendo's listeners. terms, we are effectively sold effectively out. Sold out. Effect- yeah. Effectively sold out. Effectively sold out. We're effectively sold out at this 19 point. Left. At this point... We can say we're effectively sold out. If well, re- let's put it this way: if you, like you couldn't walk into a, a game and buy a ticket, you no. couldn't. No, not at this you couldn't. Point. E- you couldn't even go on Amazon and get one delivered tomorrow. No, no. So that's effectively sold effectively out. Effectively sold out. So uh, we're having a party. Fifteenth of December. It's at the Burlington, Burlington Arms, Arms, Old Burlington Street. Details are on the event page on Eventbrite. We'll be doing all kinds of things there. We'll be doing uh, the show. Right. Oh. Recording well. Two of the show don't want to do the show there. Two of the show think it will sound <laughs> exactly like it has every other time we've tried to do yep. it. Yeah. Yep. We'll be doing the show and we'll be doing the karaoke. Right. Good. That's Two of good. the show are happy with that. <laughs> that. Uh, we'll be doing. We have to do the show. Why? Because regular features are going to do their show and we've got. But we've they got are already show. better than us. I know. But this is, this is it, right? We've got to. But they can't sing it. as well as us. That's true. Uh, that's not true either. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing our karaoke. One shot left. Uh, one song left. Sorry, karaoke. Yeah. Uh, if you take us to the bar, we'll also do one shot left. We will. We've got the, we've got the run of the pub. There's two floors downstairs where regular features and hookshot LNC are, mm-hmm. and upstairs the one life left. And sweet. we can we can talk about what hookshot LNC are doing. Can we? Yeah. What are they? We doing? can unveil it. Yes, hookshot LNC will be doing the. Hook Grotto Inc. That sounds very seedy. <laughs> I'll be honest, I think this is going to end in a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> I believe right. that um, the Hookshot boys are going to be dressing up as elves, apart from one of them, oh, Big Daddy Keith Stewart, Oh no, who's going to be Santa. And he will sit you on his knee... <laughs> He will... Ex- Whether you want will, to or not. He will listen to your wishes for gaming, gaming's future. <laughs> and then... <laughs> he'll give you a gift. Really? Well, we're going to the... tell people about this afterwards. <laughs> to bit... Will we... Is this in public? Or will you have to go in somewhere where it's just you and Keith well, Stewart? There has to be a sign-up <laughs> on the wall reminder. that says no petting. Yeah, no exactly. Petting, no bombing. Oh. Yeah. There'll, be, uh, there'll be mulled wine as well. That's what we're... Well, we're hoping there'll be mulled wine for the Hook Grotto Inc. And also, uh, the, the gift thing is something we tried at Christmas Party Past, where every people, every person attending brings along a video game gift, yeah. gift wrapped, and they will be redistributing those. 
Stewart's. <laughs> in Keith Stewart's grotto. Mm, yes. What are the other three doing then, dressed as elves? Just gambling. Just watching. Are they? <laughs> yeah. They're watching. Yeah, what do... They're not right, those boys. That's, this doesn't this sound, does sound a little odd. Should we do OLL fixes it then as well? <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> Shall we do that? It is going to be excellent. So if you want to come along to that, and why wouldn't you after well, hearing, exactly. it, hearing oh my about goodness. that, uh, then tickets are available now at... OneLifeLeft.eventbrite.com Resonance 104.4 FM, Ocean Palace. And something that is very hard to read, but is, and I think, an allusion to cannabis. Don't right. know. Tetrahydral something. It's my handwriting. Why is it I put it in yellow, word, given, really, given no, the state you're in? It definitely isn't. Uh, but I'm feeling better now. I'm, Good. I'm perking up. Okay. I think well, we've you're almost just a... in time. I think 15 minutes. You'll be right as well. Uh, let, let's go again. We, we um, you know, we've been on a journey together. Me and the listeners, right? And I'll, I can only apologise for it, uh, <laughs> uh, but we'll be better next week. It's the review section on One Life Left. Okay, and what happens during that? We talk about games that we've played and we review them. Anne, uh, I okay. Firstly, curiosity update: I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay, I try to, and I don't. Seven out of ten. Pocket Gamer are still live blogging oh, it. Shut They're up! Like, Nobody cares anymore. Day twenty-five. Are CVG no. still pocket? Um, still live. I actually, maybe it was. I think. I think. I think they. I think they both are. Oh, what a soul destroying job that must be. <laughs> Look at oh, your face, Anne. I'm so angry. <laughs> I don't understand why you care anymore. Yeah, anyway, so I've also been playing Shove Pro, which is a game where you push people over. Right. Oh. I think we discussed it briefly on the show before. Anyway, uh, so you work in the film industry as a person who pushes people over, shoves them. Um, so you run down a street, you're chased by guards behind you, some guards sometimes come and chase you from the front, people are placed in your way, you have to shove them over. 
Uh, you have to shove them into the guards to push the guards over. Sometimes you have to shove them into things like fruit carts uh, in order to score more points and stuff. You rack up a total amount of filming time and then you've knocked off another game and you get more points and you can buy hats, which is nice. I bought a beret. That is nice. Um, and it was nice running in a beret. I changed my location as well to Paris because I was wearing a beret. Mm. Um, it's like it's fine. Uh, like the concept is good, but I didn't like the controllers. The, you, you, it's basically the same. You're just hitting the screen in order to move left or right, and then doing exactly the same thing for when you want to push someone over. And sometimes it doesn't quite work right. I found it quite annoying. Sometimes I wanted to push someone over and I was not able to. And that makes me quite sad. Um, yeah, but other than that, it was good. I've knocked off a few films. <laughs> I'm a rising star. We are all rising stars. <laughs> um, I would give it 7 out of 10. Excellent. Who's next? I've been playing on my Nexus 7 tablet, which I've got, <laughs> uh, which I received for my birthday. Very lucky boy. Uh, yeah, next step from the tablet, the, uh, the tablet from Google. It's a really good um, games machine. Um, it does everything, uh, actually. You know, the, the emulators are amazing on it. Uh, and some of the, the higher-end games, I've been playing uh, Dead Zone. I'm not going to review this. It's like a zombie shoot, a zombie first-person thing. It's a free-to-play thing. I, just, I can't quite work out how they're going to get money off me yet. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been playing all sorts. But uh, yeah, I've been actually uh, enjoying Blood of the Zombies, the game. Right. Well, I say the game. It's the interact. It's the it's the interactive fiction version of the interactive fiction. So it's a book written by Ian Livingston. Um, it's a return to the fighting fantasy series that he and Steve Jackson Jackson uh, pioneered many years ago, thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was uh, yeah, it's a new one. Um, and uh, about a madman who uh, wants to uh, create an army of zombies. And um, it's in the physical book. You have to flick through pages, and it's and like, and you have to carry dice around if you're going to play it properly. Ugh. Exactly. Mm. But the horrible. Android version does it all for you. Plus, pictures move a little bit. <laughs> and nice. stuff, yeah, and yeah. you can just push back rather than putting your fingers in the. But um, it's tough, right? The first time I was I uh, embarked on my choose your own adventure, I made two choices, and I died. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Ian Livingston. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's a different style of game. Um, the, 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 the reviews say it's not quite as good as some of the original interactive fiction on the Android, but I'm enjoying oh. it so far. Could you create a game? Is there the sort of um, the payment method available to make you pay per play for something like that? Because that would make uh, it yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be a really good idea. Just yeah, yeah, like a penny a time. I mean, that said, though, you would be a bit annoyed. Because obviously, oh, do you want to... T- do, so, the, so the choice is, when you get to the chance to attack the first man, do, and mm-hmm. it's, it's, all, it's, it's in the language, do you go for the risky head? Do you try and kick him in the yeah. head, risky, or do you go for the body shot? And I'm like, you know, first choice. I'm, I, you know, I'm, so you go, oh, you miss, and then he grabs you, and then he kills you. <laughs> and you go, well, it's just, just cost me a pee. <laughs> <laughs> One pee. A pee. Not made of money. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, given that, I don't know, is there any skill in it, or are you just at Ian Livingston's mercy? Seven out of ten. Uh, I I I'm pretty sure about a Wii game, a Wii U game, but actually um, I've been itching to go back to Far Cry Three. 
which right. is absolutely fantastic. Um, Go back to it. it, only came out on Friday. I know, I know, I had an early copy. Did you? <laughs> yeah. It looks amazing. It looks really good, It looks yeah. like a really cool Skyrim. But yeah, it actually, <laughs> it's weird, it's like, it's not got all the little, like, cool stories from all the side quests, but it's got that sort of feeling where you go in any direction and you can find these magical, wonderful things, right. just like sunken ships and animals you can just set on fire and stuff like that. It's it's, 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 uh, it's what Skyrim was missing, really, wasn't yeah. it? Burning dragons. <laughs> Burning sheep and yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, it's, do you know when you like you first got GTA and you just tooled around for ages and you've kind of lost that in recent games? I've, I've got that back in, in Far Cry 3 where I just want to get in a Jeep and just go in one direction and just mess around. And it's kind of like a magical feeling that I haven't had for probably like a decade or something. And it's, it's really nice to go back to sort of and have that. Cool. Um, and I would just ignore the story because it seems just a bit... I don't know. It seems it seems fine for what it is, but it's not, you know, setting fire to bears and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I've just been reading so, um, what people have been recounting uh, things that they've done on their adventures, I and mean, the fact you can combine explosives with animals who appear to act, uh, who've got their own independent behaviour. So you yeah. could, people say, oh, I was just about sneaking into this camp when they were being attacked by tigers yeah, or yeah. something it's, yeah, it's the amount of times I've tried to sneak on a camp and like there's I don't know like a pack of wolves just like to the side and you can sort of hear them and you try and nudge around the camp to get away from them but they slowly keep keep chasing you and you have to deal with them I'm going to get this game yeah mm. it's, it's, it's really it's really fun it's just really like lots of random things keep happening and again it's kind of like you just you play it and something different happens every time almost kind of like Skyrim does like this one you know it's been really um, spontaneous about it so yeah, 7 out of 10. Cool. Excellent. Let's talk about erotic photo hunts. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get this over with. So, erotic photo hunt is a video game I used to play a lot in 2002. And it's a bar top video game. Uh, very, very simple game. It's spot the difference. Oh, yeah. But it's not any spot the difference. It's erotic spot the difference. Oh. I know. I know. Uh, so you have two photos. Yeah. And those photos are culled from uh, someone's extensive collection of I'm, I'm just writing a video late game. 80s pornography. Just buying a, just, I'm buying all this because in, in 20 years I'm going to write a video game about it. Exactly. That's why. Yeah, I'm just, and it's got very interesting articles on cars. Mm. It's funny you should mention cars. There are a lot of cars in the pictures. So you have, uh, you choose babes or hunks. Right. What do you mm -hmm. choose? <laughs> Mix it up, obviously, Simon. Of course. Uh, Got to review the whole game. And uh, you'll find these people, and they'll they'll generally be in terrible Spanish holiday resorts or leaning on cars. Right. Uh, or sometimes just doing, you know, just doing things around the house. Erotically. Mm-hmm. And you're meant to be distracted by their lack of clothing, but as someone who is a, you know, a, a pretty, pretty clever guy, I don't get distracted. I look at the stuff in the background, so it's a game where you basically spend most of your time counting portholes on ships while it's ignoring nudity. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I love it. I love it because it is a, uh, it's a brilliant... Um, collaborative game. It's an awesome game to have everyone gathered around the machine, bonding together over naked people. Are the differences ever extreme in like, he's only got one ball! Yes. No! <laughs> you don't see that sort of nudity. Okay. It's only, uh... What, you see closed nudity? It's only, um... Suggested. It's only tops. Oh! Oh! Sorry. 
Sorry. It's fine. Because if it was both, I would have said that's not something I would have expected of you, but I would have expected of him. Whereas tops off, that's entirely you. I know. I know. I've made it my own, <laughs> especially this weekend. Uh, it's it's a it you know, and it is genuinely a fun and stupid and silly, 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 silly game. And I might buy it. It might be my next arcade machine. Really? Purchase. Yeah. Because wow. I, I, you know, I think what better thing to invite people round to do over strangers. Christmas? Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> just hey, just go- what are you doing later, honeys? <laughs> Do you want to come back to mine and play some erotic photo oh, hunts? No. Don't worry, it's not like that. It has babes and hunks. So we'll all be fine. 7 out of 10. left on Resonance 104.4 FM we're a show about video games and softcore erotica <laughs> true it's true new tagline probably probably Europe's best <laughs> I would say so maybe the world's yeah. best don't let five live five exactly live <laughs> they'll start so getting on guys. it well, they do go they go out very late don't they the middle of the night so they could probably <laughs> get away with we're more all, we're always in bed <laughs> don't know we never listen to it anybody's ever listened to it have they who else has started to summing up now Sky are doing Sky News are doing are moving in as well really yeah really yeah Murdoch I know oh, I've got Murdoch on our backs now <laughs> oh well uh, big week for you, it's funny you mentioned ten years ago, Matt. Matt that it was it'd been sort of ten years since you enjoyed that because it's been ten years since Vice City. Oh, apparently I I, I know that because um, it's out on uh, iOS and Android on Thursday. Yes, which I'm looking forward to as well. Ten years since Crimea River as well. Is it? Oh yeah, it is. God, ten years ago was great, wasn't what? it? Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> Best music video of all time. One of the best songs ever, and one of the best video games yeah. ever as well. I know, I'm very much looking forward to playing it. I've rooted my Nexus 7 so that I'm going to be able to play it with a PlayStation controller on the train. Oh. Yeah, I know. How cool am I going to look? So cool. Yeah, I'm going to put some big, going to put some Beats by Dr. Dre headphones <laughs> on, and I'm going to play with my blue two six-axis controller while commuters are like, whoa, look at him, he looks excellent. That's the oh. second episode in a row you've mentioned Beats. Is this your new thing? Is, Are you yeah. working Are you on a new stand-up <laughs> routine? Are you being paid, Simon? <laughs> I just think they're funny. They are funny. This song, by the way, is brilliant. Uh, it's by Hectagon, and it's called Teo. I think, again, it's from chipmusic.org. It's good. 
Glad it's got your approval. Hmm. So we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Any other business? I, I want to apologise to Matt for the standard yeah, of the show. Yeah, it's been no, poor. I, I, think it's been, I think it's been great. I've, I've it's kind of you to say, but as we established time. at the start of the show, you don't have a podcast. No. You don't know how good things can be. Yeah. <laughs> we're yet to reach that level, but... I don't think today was one of our best ones, so apologies for that. So if, you've, if you're going to point this out to friends and say that you were on the show or anything like that, just also mention that, um, that Steve really held us back this week. Yeah, I really did. He would have been <laughs> soaring otherwise. No, yeah, he would have been. <laughs> soaring. Yeah, but thank you so much for coming on. No, my pleasure. Uh, you will great. come back again, won't you? Yes, we'll, yes we'll, I'd love we'll, to. We will time it so that uh, Steve hasn't been drinking for the weekend. <laughs> I don't look like uh, the elephant man, or, or less like the elephant man than I normally do. Um, and Anne, you'll wear some tights without any holes in. They're everywhere on these. <laughs> I can't even. What a I'm shambles. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so please do buy some tickets to the party. They will be sold out by this time next week. They will be. Uh, December the 15th. Um, yeah, they're effectively sold out. Uh, it's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing night. Uh, we're off to go and look at the venue now. Mm, and we're going to come up with some more ideas of things to do there. And some things that Keith Stewart cannot do there. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Find out what their security's like. We are. Okay, uh, we have been One Life Left. We're sorry for everything. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for coming on. We can catch you at digitalspy.co.uk. That's the one, yep. See you there. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>